This is Metal Mike, and in this episode, we discuss our picks for the 10 worst looks of the 80s. I'm joined by my buddy Ryan, and we have some fun with this one. Now, it could be hairband dudes with short hair or even balding. It could be dudes wearing Speedos and sometimes loincloths. Some of them wear schoolboy outfits. There's bad makeup and so much more. Check it out. All right, Ryan, welcome to the 80s Glam Metal Cast, man. How are you? I'm awesome, man. Thanks for having me back. No problem, no problem. So we've got an interesting one um, for this episode. We're going to be talking about some of what we think were the worst looks for our people, for our 80s rockers out there. Uh, maybe we'll have some 90s, I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know, 80s were a weird time. Some of it really worked for some people. Some of it, it didn't work. And, uh, you know, we'll probably come across as like being douchebags for talking bad about people. But that is what it is. You know? <laughs> This one, this one's hilarious. I mean, there's half my group. I'll just kick it off by saying half my group is guys I have no problem talking shit about, and <laughs> half the group is like, I, you know, it's funny because I have a real strong opinion against some people, and I don't obviously know them personally, but right. you know, just from their antics and stuff. And then there's the guys I love so much. They're uh, interesting looks have almost become like a term of endearment like <laughs> it's, it's like special to have us so i'm really looking forward to this one it should be it should be very interesting and very fun yeah you know and it's, it's funny i think for some of them sometimes they just had a bad run for like a year or two and then, and then they rebounded you know what i mean there's some that are like that oh absolutely i totally agree yeah <laughs> So I got two things I got to announce. All right, so number one, my disclaimer is going to be my family are big Seahawks fans. They're watching the game. So if you hear screaming, that's that's them screaming. So maybe it'll add to the whole oh. at, the atmosphere of this one. <laughs> I thought you were an I thought you were an East Coast guy. Yeah, I am on the West Coast. <laughs> I know they love the Hawks. And my second thing, that's which I want to start throwing out there for all episodes for the listeners, is. After you listen to this one, give some feedback. You know, put it in the comments. Put it. Uh, you, you can get a hold of me pretty easy on um, social media. You can email me eightiesglammodel one at gmail Let me know what you thought of the episode. Let me know of some of the images that you think were terrible that maybe we didn't mention. And then what I'll try to do is I'll read some of your comments on the next episode in the beginning. So um, just something we'll try. I know we're all, a lot of interaction going on through Facebook and Twitter and all those. All those things, but we haven't really brought some of that feedback into the show. So I want to try to do that. So if you think of it, throw some throw some comments my way. So all right, man. I, I couldn't think of a better conversation to kick off that because there's going to be a. <laughs> I think there might be a few comments over this one. There might be some comments. Okay. All right, man. So yeah. this one's. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really. I don't necessarily have. Well. Let's okay. Maybe there are some that I think is like the ultimate worst, but a lot of my ten to one is it, it could go anyway. It's not any any real order, you know. But um, so oh, totally. What, so just what, what do you got for ten, man? What what do you think? What what do you got for your first one? You want to throw out there? Well, here's my kind of disclaimer. So I think I told you before the way I I really got into this whole genre was you know I kicked it off with the big wigs, you know, the, the ACDCs and the Scorpions and this and that. And then I started going on, okay, who sounds like ACDC, et cetera, et cetera. And then it just blew up into, you know, everything that we always discussed. Yep. So I had purchased at the, the flea market, a little swap meet here where I grew up, uh, grew up um, like over a hundred metal edge and hit paraders and 
circus magazines and stuff, okay. all from like 83 to like 91. So I, I got a, a real good visual. This is like pre-internet, you know? So I got to see these guys that I really didn't pay attention to because I was too young, but then I got to see all their old magazines. So I got a real hard class in this visual first off from my early stages of this whole genre. So, you know, this one was, was pretty easy for me to <laughs> choose a few of these guys where I was like, man, I used to laugh at their images or whatever. So I'll kick it off by saying this one is very interesting to people. So my first one is going to be Sebastian from Skid Row. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and, and he's, he's either like the epitome of rock star, which he kind of is, but for me, he kind of like, he was late in the game in terms of their self-titled in 89. He was super young, and he was more of like a fan. So I, for me, I think like his image and his drama was almost a little bit forced. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was the long, skinny guy with hair that I'm sure most women are jealous of. But, I mean, he was just, he, he posed a little bit too much. Mm. So I, was, I, I kind of I tend to just let the drama and, and everything he had surrounding him kind of add to my, eh, he's not really selling it. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's posing a little hard. <laughs> Interesting, man. And I didn't see that one coming because I guess we all kind of take it for granted that he – you know, he had a pretty cool image, you know what I mean? Like, for the most part, I think... But I think in the earlier ones, I kind of know where you're going with this. He was a little pouty and stuff, and, and it, it almost like his face didn't match what his clothes were. Like, he'd have the, 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 the chain mail um, tank top-looking thing, and you know, and leather and stuff like that. But then he was kind of pouty. So I kind of I kind of get where you're going, man. I, I kind of understand you. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, that's, it, is a, it is a weird one. It is a weird like one. I said, he's the, the epitome. He's, yeah, exactly. He's like the epitome of all rock stars, or he's kind of what I said. Now, <laughs> Depending think, on your opinion. Do you think that he got there, though, as he went along? Like, do you think, like, his image was pretty decent, like, by the time he got to, like, Slave to the Grind? What do you think about that? Yeah, he was kind of he was kind of doing his own thing. But even then, like if you watch some of like the ninety one, ninety two mm-hmm. live shows, he's still kind of doing the same stuff. And I'm like, ah, he's a little bit forced. Yeah, yeah that could just be way too strong of, of an opinion here. So, so maybe in those eras, you're saying like even like in ninety one, he maybe was still maybe bringing in too much of the eighties stuff. Where was that? Where you're going with that? Or what do you? What do you I, I just well, there, there's never. There's never enough of that for me, but I will. I, what I will say is, I think he was still posing a little too hard. I think he needed to give it up a little okay. bit and be like, "Yo, this is you now, man. Like, you don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be emulating the guys that you were so down for in like '86 when you were like 15, yeah, <laughs> or however old he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I think he needed to just kind of find his own a little bit. All right, well, dude, you, you really threw me for a, a loop on that one. I, I, I like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm getting it, but I, I didn't see that one coming because I think don't, probably don't <laughs> yeah, I got more, I got more comedy coming. <laughs> all right, all right. So you blew my mind, but I'm just gonna throw out my number ten. Uh, so this was I'm gonna go with Pretty Boy Floyd, but I'm gonna go with them 
around 1992. So I don't know if you've never seen this image. Um, you're going to want to search oh, I, for I, I, think, you know? I think I know the one you're going to talk about. <laughs> you're going to want to search Pretty Boy Floyd. Maybe put Bill Coin 1992 because Bill Coin Kiss's old manager, was managing them. Uh, Bill Coin uh, also managed Man of War. Uh, so you can kind of see where this might be going. So Christy Majors is out. Ariel Styles is back in. I don't think they were on MCA. Um, but, man... These dudes were wearing like leather speedos, and they were wearing like oh, yeah. they, they had metal cod pieces, and then maybe they had like some straps and things that were on their chest that connected to the speedos. But uh, dude, it was really weird. Um, it was funny when I interviewed Christy Majors about it. You know, he he laughed about it, he joked about it. You can listen, you can go listen to the interview. Some of the other things that he said about it, but but uh, he you know he always likes to stress. I wasn't in the band when they did this, so I don't know. <laughs> and, and let's face it, man, like Bill. Coin, he had a lot of magic going on in the 70s with Kiss. He had a little bit of magic in, in the early 80s with Billy Idol, and then he didn't do shit after that. So I don't know if he, he just had no ideas or his ideas were bad. I don't even know if this was his idea, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's kind of strange coincidence that he's their manager while they're doing this. But anyways, um, I'm thankful this, this image did not last very long. I don't know if it ever really... They weren't really doing anything, anyways. It was the whole glam metal scene was over, as we all know. But you got to see that picture, Pretty Boy Floyd. They're still all glammed up, but they're wearing speedos and they're wearing like metal cod pieces with no really other clothes. That's <laughs> the craziest shit I've ever seen. It's bad. Check it out. Oh yeah, <laughs> or don't check it. And it, it, it's great because because I know you love Pretty Boy Floyd, so I it's do. like it's not it's not like we're talking we're not talking shit here. It's just. It's just fun, and it's funny, and like that's funny. you know that that picture, that photo of all photo sessions, like uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really flowing, you guys. Yeah. Manowar pulled it off in, in like eighty five, eighty six, but uh, you know <laughs> I think that kind of killed that whole thing. Well, here's the question: Did Manowar really pull it off? We'll get to it. <laughs> oh. Oh, absolutely! All right, <laughs> all right, man. Well, give me, give me, hit me with number nine. What's next? All right, I'll hit you with Bullet Boys. Lonnie Vincent, and I'm going to let you think about okay. all his photos from the debut album. What was his pose? What did he do every time? I don't know, man. Not, you remember? No. What's he do? What did he do? Dude, it's not standing out. He he had his pants unbuttoned oh. and his zip his zipper kind of down, and he had that little V where it was going right down from his belly button down with no shirt. And I always thought, just just oh. stop, dude. <laughs> just stop. I like the bullet boy. Well, I like the first album. It, it ends there, but dude, it was one of those things where I was like, mm, "This, this isn't really a, a mark. This isn't really the coolest look you could come up with, dude." Yeah, so you'll have to search that one. I'll have to look. Yeah, stupid and annoying. I'll have to look that up. I know it. It, mm-hmm. came, it came up one other time. Um, with Celtic Frost, if you ever see the picture of this, this doesn't hit my list, but I'm sure it would hit somebody's list. When when Celtic Frost went glam, like they were basically like you know like a hardcore black metal band or whatever, and then they and they go glam. And Tom Gabriel oh, yeah. Warrior was always wearing the L.A. Gun shirts. And there's one dude I don't remember if it was I think it was a bass player. If you look on like one of the photo shoots or it's on the back cover, dude's got suspenders on and his pants are unzipped a little bit, <laughs> kind of like we were saying with Lonnie Vincent. And and I just remember thinking that that was a really bad look. And when I interviewed the guitar player of, of Celtic Frost, he was like, "Oh, we didn't mean for it to happen. His his pants it was late at night and the pants broke and we couldn't fix them or whatever." So I mean that could be bullshit, but I know what you're saying unzipped <laughs> pants. Uh, Paul Stanley does this kind of shit too. Um, 
he, you know, and, and he, he, I'm going to be, uh, spoiler alert, he didn't hit my list, but um, he, he does this kind of shit where he's got like his, um, his like underwear showing. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. Yeah, I'm with you. That is weird. Well, you know, but he's Paul Stanley. He's Paul Stanley. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. All right. Now, this one is going to hurt you. This one is going to bother you, I think, oh. because this is somebody that you oh, love. Yeah. I got a couple of your big, big hitters that you really like, but, dude. I got to go Angus Young, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, damn, I got to hang up. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it. Like, what is so rock and roll about a schoolboy outfit? I mean, I get it. It's like classic and it's a gimmick, but, I mean, dude, I mean, let's just dissect this thing. Like, this is, it's kind of dumb. What, you, you don't like a 60-year-old dude in a schoolboy outfit? <laughs> That's what even gets weirder. I think in the 70s it was, like, passable. And then he didn't look that bad, like, in, the, like, 86, 88 when he had the real long hair. I mean, he looked okay. But, like, now, like, he's got he's got no hair and he's got the, the cap and he's got, like, they're, like, it's like a velvety outfit that he wears. Dude, it's really weird. I mean, oh, I guess, totally. I mean, I guess it, now it's, it is what it is. It's I guess it's no weirder than Kiss or anybody else, but... But I mean, it, it's just kind of an odd one—a schoolboy outfit. I don't, I don't get it. I've never gotten it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with all the the reading and whatnot, I've done on those guys. Of course, the shtick was was meant to be, and it was. Oh, he was such a young kid. You know, he's coming out of the, the school and just right into band practice at like fourteen, fifteen years old. That just it just stuck. Gotcha. Hey, why don't you keep it on? You yeah. know, not, you know the story. That's, that's how it went. But yeah. um, have you ever seen like any live videos when? He, he also does, like, the strip tease every show. I mean, the guy runs, I think, on average, like, four or five miles a night on stage. <laughs> and so he's, he's got to shed the velvet, oh, right. velvet sports coat. So he, yeah. he does that strip tease. And, you know, at least he doesn't do the strip tease anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. People probably want to t- for him to keep that shirt on. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh. I knew I, I had a feeling Angus was coming my way. Yeah, but I don't got a lot to, like, uh, hate on it. I, I think it's more of just, like... A, it's just I question it. Like it, it's just kind of weird, and I think it's even like you said, it's kind of gotten weirder as he's you know in his sixties or <laughs> maybe even older than in a, a little schoolboy suit. But hey, whatever, whatever floats his boat. That's all right. <laughs> all right, what's next? All right, number eight, huh? So I got a uh, I got two boys from Bon Jovi. You got David Bryan and Alec Johnson. <laughs> I'm so glad you did these. I almost did these guys, but then I left them off. But, man, I'm so glad. Let's hear it. I'm with you. I'm with you, but let's hear it. <laughs> so if you – okay, so like I told you about all these magazines I, I have, and I still have them, by the way, so I can share them someday for you. But so David Bryan, before – you know how it goes. When a band starts off, like picture Joe Elliott on, on Through the Night. Yeah. He had the, the tight, curly brown hair. And then as the years go on, let's just fast forward to Adrenalize, he had – beautiful straight blonde highlighted hair you look like a, a you know a greek god of a rock star so same yeah. thing with with bon jovi you get you get bon jovi who you know john was always the looker as was, oh. was richie sample oh, and then hair. like you like to talk about the random short-haired guys oh. in these bands and you're like what the hell you know you got tico torres he's got it got like the the typical like 80s dude mullet oh. hair yeah and you got alec john such who just is kind of like be a little older and out of place or whatever, a little bit. And then, but David Bryan. So 
if you look at like the first couple albums, he has that. You know how in the eighties had like that that grandma fashion, you know, like the yeah. big glasses and like the, the knit sweaters and the real curly hair, like yeah. you know, that was part of it in like the mid eighties. Well he was doing it and you're like, Whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you do not look rock star. You look like your average grandmother coming <laughs> off stage right now. So so just before uh Slippery went wet, they were still rocking the tight curly hair and yep. the funny the funny puppy shirts and whatnot. So I had to choose those two guys as being a little out of place. But luckily, as the years went on, they got a little cooler. Yeah, yeah, no, I had those, and I don't know why they ended up not making the, the cut. But the couple things about them is that I think um, Dave Bryant looks the worst on the back covers and all the photo shoots for the first album. He, he looks like he could be, like, like in a new wave band or something. He doesn't, it's like, like you said, it's real tight, and it's coming down a little bit on one side. It's just, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm, it's, exactly. it's real, real bad. And then, then he tends to now just then he starts getting an afro. So he's trying to grow it out, but it's not, but it's not coming <laughs> down, right? It's just going out. So he's got like the fro. Exactly. And Alec von Such, exactly. you know, poor guy, rest in peace. I didn't want to pick on him, but like he, he's kind of been. I was always on the fence with him. Like he didn't look bad, like in the Runaway video. But then maybe yeah. by the time you get to seven eight hundred Fahrenheit, he's like, mm, this dude's not really fitting because like Jovi and Sambora are just like these guys are really bringing it, you know, with the image. Um, then, oh yeah. Here's what's interesting. <clears throat> now both of them have super long ass hair <laughs> for, for for slippery one wet in New Jersey. I think it's New Jersey actually. New Jersey is when both of them have like big ass weaves, like on the the album uh, back album art and stuff. And I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I think they even look stupid there. Like they don't look, they don't even look good with that. So I think Dave Bryan, when he he finally settles in, like maybe around Keep the Faith or something like that. I think he's got like, um, it, you know, it's just like he's just got longer curly hair, and that's just the image he's had. I think ever since then, and it works. But even when those dudes had those crazy weird weaves, like they still didn't look right to me. So I, yeah, they, I'm I'm with exactly. you. They had they were kind of they kind of stood out as just not having it together with the hair. But here's what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're good musicians. Oh, <laughs> totally. Once again, just we're just being stupid. We're being we're being superficial. They're, they're good. We got nothing against these guys. They're all good guys. They just they just were follically challenged, follically challenged for a few years. Okay, um, and this is a great segue for my number eight because I love this guy. I love this band. But you want to talk about follically challenged, man? It doesn't get any worse than my poor friend Klaus Mine. All right, doesn't get oh, any worse. I mean, <laughs> I love his voice, like I said, but damn, man, the singer is supposed to have the coolest hair in the band. You just talked about, like, I mean, and you think about, okay, let's talk about like '84 to '88, okay? Bon Jovi's popping and Vince Neil and all these guys, and then you got Klaus, man. He's got like this. He's got like super puffy long hair, but he ain't got nothing. He's got nothing on top, you know. And I want to say, like, I don't understand why he didn't get plugs. Why didn't he do the, the get the Kevin DeBro magic, you know, and get the wig or whatever or magical potion to make his hair grow? Um, but one thing that he did that was very smart is about like. Um, 80 i want to say 88 i want to say it's in one of the videos for savage amusement and then after that that's it man you go to like i can't explain uh from the best of rockers and ballads on this dude always is rocking out the cap and and it looks good it works so i'd rather just leave it to my imagination to pretend that he's got hair underneath the cap like the cap thing works but like without the cap he's just got like this big 
fuzzy hair, but he ain't got nothing on top. And one last thing about scorpions. There's one picture from them in the 70s. And, and this just is kind of like a little add-on, you know. Like oh, dude, I think I know this. Yeah, yeah, like everybody uses it for as a meme for like a band band shot. Like they they all have jean shorts on and no shirts, and dudes are like really close to each other's crotches, like the way the poses. So that's a whole other that's a whole other story. But I just think Klaus, you know, he should have rocked out the hairpiece, uh, but he did rebound with the cap. So yeah. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna make no comment about Klaus specifically, but okay. I will say, going along with that picture in the short shorts, I even think one of them has roller skates on. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird footwear. <laughs> I think somebody's got like white platforms, and I wouldn't doubt if there was roller skates. Yeah, it's real weird. Like one dude is really low in the pose, down by like Klaus's crotch or something. It's I just really think awkward. I, yes. I, yeah, it's either the platforms or the roller skates in that picture. It's just a bit much. Yeah. But anyway, I'll hold off on class for now. Okay, all right. So let's. Uh, what, what do you got for seven? All right, seven. I got your buddy D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, so, let's so see, here's my here. deal. Okay, I don't love Twisted Sister. I, I love Widowmaker. I think D. Snyder has a fantastic voice. But I don't love Twisted Sister other than Love is for Suckers. You know, that yeah. we know the story about that one. It's oh, supposed yeah. to be a D. Snyder, so um, all that stuff. But, okay, for the look, so you can be as glammy as you want, and I will dig it. I mean, I'm talking Vinnie Vincent. I'm talking yeah. Tiger Tales, whatever. I think that's killer. Yep. But when it's like the... You know, like almost. Remember, like like late seventies, early eighties. Twisted Sister it was almost like the the lacy cross dressing. Yeah. Like you know, when D had like poofy brown hair. And that was bad. It was just I mm, forgot about that. I wasn't too. Yeah, I didn't really dig that look. So mm. I'm kind of going like off of that, mm. and like you know, into the eighties, they had they had the look, and like basically, it's as iconic as it gets for like eighties stuff. But I just mm. never felt it. You know, like and yeah. it goes right along with me not being huge into Twisted Sister until Love is for Suckers and Widowmaker. So for that little, like, shtick they had going on in the mid-'80s, I just don't dig it. I'm over it. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was an early band that I got into, so I probably have no real problem with their 1984, you know, Stay Hungry look or whatever, but I got to yeah. admit, I think once you got to the next one, that's when it got even a little weird for me. Because, like, now, like, D kind of looked like a badass with that, like, big bone and all that stuff. And, you know, if I stay hungry. Yeah. But then, yeah. now he's wearing, like, white and stuff. Like, I don't know. To me, like, they once they softened that image, like, that image should be more harsh. And then it gets kind of soft. And the whole thing with them, the thing that's kind of weird with them anyways is that they're just, like, big dudes. And, like, when you talk about, like, Tiger Tails and Poison, they're all, like, little guys. Like, like they're girly guys. But, like, these <laughs> dudes ain't girly guys like they're like big burly men even the bass player there mendoza he's like some he he, he's his mj so (laughs) let's just put it out there he's like some big burly guy in makeup and he's just it's a little weird so i'm i get you twisted sister didn't make my list but but it it really could there's some there's some questionable stuff there for sure yeah agreed okay cool (laughs) okay so this is another one that's hard for me to do. I'm a big fan, but there is there is an era of, of a look that is real bad. And I don't know if you are familiar with this one. If not, you got to look it up. But Alice Cooper, man, around 1981. Who do you think we are?
he's doing the album on mm-hmm. Special Forces. Now, in his defense, mm-hmm. I don't think he's healthy here. I think he's big time strung out on drugs and alcohol and stuff. So he's real scrawny. So he doesn't look healthy. So that's, I mean, I don't want to rip on him for that. But he's got his hair all up in like chopsticks and stuff. And the classic, oh, wow. the air, the the, the classic uh, black makeup is all gone. And he's wearing like heavy, almost like feminine makeup. He's got um, a lot of blue. Oh, all over yeah, his I do kind of know that yeah. look. He's got blue all over his eyes, and then he's got red lipstick, and a lot of it's smeared. I know he's trying to look, like, even crazier than ever and kind of reinvent himself in the 80s. Um, he's got a general coat on with all these, like, general medallions and stuff. And to me, man, it's all real confusing. If you want to get a glimpse of what I'm talking about, uh, watch the video uh, who do you think we are? He's on the Tom Snyder show, 1981, and it, it's just weird, man. Like, it, like I said, once how, again, how are the tunes? Are the tunes uh, going along? No, with they're, it, yeah, they're, they're not even that great. He's almost he's trying to integrate like the new wave to it, a little new wave rock and stuff. So yeah, the music's not great. He's not healthy. He doesn't even look right. The the image is wrong. Uh, it only lasted, like I said, for a few years, and then by the time you know '86 came, we all know he. He was back. He's he was back. The man behind the mask. So he was okay. But that's uh, right. But yeah, oh, thank that, God. Like I said, that <laughs> that era is just horrible. So that, I'll just leave it there. All right, I'll check that. I think I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'll check it out again. It's weird. It's real weird. What's next? All right, number six is probably my most the most disdain I have for most rock stars and. It's Axl Rose, man. Ah. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do Axl Rose. Yeah. Like we talked about before. Yeah. The guy's voice is, is a fraction different than all the other rockers out there, but I still can't do the voice. Mm-hmm. And I certainly can't do the short shorts and <laughs> boots and no shirt. I just can't yeah. do it. I'm over that. I don't want to see it anymore. And yeah. he's never he's never appealed to me. And a lot of this, like Sebastian, yeah. is the attitude. I'm just like I'm not a, much, I'm yeah. not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Axel drama. I'm not a fan of the Sebastian drama. So it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit. But especially Axel, I just nope, not into that look. All right, that's another one that I didn't wasn't on my radar, but I'm with you 100 percent because you know I think when you look <laughs> at him like in '87 and a you know he, he's fine, he's wearing t-shirts and leather and stuff, but then man, yeah, he's he's always got it. Now he's got to have a, a bandana on all the time. He's got to have wicked short shorts. Sometimes he's wearing a kilt. It's like like what the yeah, fuck? Exactly. <laughs> like what is going on? So no, I'm with you. And then his image. Remember when he it got into the '90s the late 90s and he he had like all the braids i didn't like that either oh so, yeah the cornrows and but, braids yeah yeah that crazy that really sucks so i'm, I'm with you that one i the, that one i'm understanding even more than the sebastian bach one because yeah he's he well, is yeah and it's like you know you can look at those videos and he could do no wrong you yeah. know what i mean like i was i was forced to see some awful video of kurt cobain in at his heyday on, on this giant stage in some massive crowd in, you know, 91 or two, whatever the hell it was. And he looks like the people that I run calls on as a firefighter in the homeless shelter. The guy looked like he was wearing his, his pajamas and he hadn't showered in a week and a half. <laughs> That's crazy. And here he is being, being the, the, the love interest of all these women and, and idolized by men. I'm like, what the hell is going on? The same thing with Axel. Like, yeah. He could do no wrong. He could wear a freaking kilt. The people love him. <laughs> well, 
Well, nobody wears the kilt better than Rowdy Roddy Piper in my book, so, you know. Um, oh, killer, exactly. Hey, he can do it. Yeah, he's got all the freedom in the world to do that. <laughs> so, I think I know why I opted to not do David Bryan and Alec Von Such, because this is my version <laughs> of that, and this is is Night Ranger, and the guys that I'm honing in mm. are are the uh, the drummer and the keyboard player. So let's full disclosure. Oh yeah, good never, call. Never Very been big call. into D- Night Ranger in general, but I do know, like, okay, let's just use this as an example. Watch the video for when you close your eyes. You got three dudes that look pretty hard rock and metal. You know, they got the hair, they got the whole thing. They all they look like they belong together, but now. You got the drummer uh, Kelly Keegi, and uh, and he looks like uh, like I don't know if you, uh, my wife likes this movie Grease too. You know the guy Johnny, mm-hmm. and then I think he's in T.J. Hooker. <laughs> you know, talk about he's like an '80s actor. Like he he looks like he could be an '80s actor. He don't look like he's in an '80s band. You know, and the keyboardist yeah. Alan there, dude. I don't know what the hell he looks like. Somebody that should be taken by blood work. You know, like he's wearing the, the scrubs and shit. <laughs> he's wearing medical scrubs. <laughs> He's got a beret on a lot of the time. He's he's very confusing. I don't know what the hell band he belongs in. But those two, man, I think those two what kill. Like once again, eighties were a visual time, and when I saw those two guys, I'm just like, I, I don't know if I could. This the band's music isn't good enough to get past the image of these two guys. So yeah, I just I, I don't know, man. Scratch head scratchers. Well, exactly, and I can I can add fuel to your fire. You know, um, I, I have a friend, one of my coworkers. I've told you about whose brother is Steph Burns. Mm-hmm. So they, he's associated with a fair amount of these people, and the drummer, Key, he, uh, he, they were at a party together years ago, and and that guy was just the cockiest asshole. Don't uh, you know who I am? Huh. I'm the drummer and singer of Night Ranger. So guess what? All the more power for you to talk shit about him. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Who's next? Well, now I'm I'm getting into the guys that I really like, and this okay. is where the term of endearment thing I referred to earlier comes through. And and my number five was Klaus. I just love the yeah. guy. His yeah. hair. I mean, Jesus, I, I'm so with you on that. Like exactly, '85. He was in Worldwide Live. He was still kind of pulling it off, and that's really like the first genre of Scorps that I got into. And yeah. I was like, God, I love these guys. You know, and I'm. And Matthias was was still rocking his hair as well, yeah, and he so, was looking yeah. good. Yep. Then, yeah, exactly. Right when Crazy World hit, boom, the berets and Scorpion Cats <laughs> were on, and they never came off after that. But I, I, I don't know. I, I just think class was so freaking great. I, I love it. I love that look. It's almost like he he weaved the top together just to give him a little something on top. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know. <laughs> One time, this is really crazy, man. If I can ever find this, I'll send it to you or I'll post it again. But one time, I took a snapshot of Klaus from the Savage Amusement, and then I, I'm a decent, uh-huh. art, I'm a decent artist. So then, what I did was I took my like, um, you know, like like when your iPhone, you can draw and shit. So I drew hair on top of his head, like I gave him like what <laughs> what his hair would look like if he was like in a hairband, you know, like you know, like like he is in a hairband. But I'm talking about like if he was like in a hairband, like a Motley Crue or something. So yeah. I gave him the bangs and all that. Yeah. He looked bad. I mean, I. I do think you look kind of weird no matter what. So, I, like, I think because you just, like, since you, like, it's one of those deals where, all right, give it a prime example. You've seen Doc McGee lately. So, Doc McGee, the man, you know, manager for Crew and Kiss and stuff, he was bald uh-huh. all throughout the 80s, right? And just randomly oh, yeah. now, all of a sudden, he, he decided to get his uh, hair uh, transplant. And he now he's got hair. Uh-huh. And it just doesn't look right. Like, okay, yeah, you could say to yourself, oh, this guy is bald or whatever, you know. 
But now you look at him with the hair. Like, I think he looks better bald. I'm almost wondering if Klaus would have been the same thing. If the dude had hair, you probably would have thought he would have looked better with, with no hair. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's well, that, that's the thing is if you do a Doc McGee thing, one of my coworkers was joking with me one time because uh, I like to call my power alleys, you know, right, left, center field. I got a little of that going on. Yeah. And he was offering me, as a joke, me to be the guinea pig to get hair transplants. And I said, dude, I'm going to have to move out of the country. I got to start over. I can't show up to work one day and have a full head of beautiful hair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, mine's mine's going real fast too. So, I, like I said, I I'm, I'm with these guys. I, I feel their pain. I'm not I'm not uh, necessarily picking on them because I'm right there with them. But um, my next yeah. guy, <laughs> this one, ain't got nothing to do with his hair. It's pretty much just the, the overall look. And I got to go with Udo. And, um, and you can go <laughs> any year, right? I'm like, you never know what I'm talking about. You don't even matter what year you go look to look at. But it was weird. Actually, though, if you go back, because I was doing some homework for this one. I went back and I looked at some real early pictures of these guys. And he did have long hair when they first started. He had long blonde hair. Yes, he, he did. He looked like a chubby Stevie Rochelle. Um, kind of. He, he, <laughs> sure. he, he, he had hair. And then... Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. He like cut his hair. He's wearing camo, white suspenders. I mean, he's got a cool voice, but I, I just I don't get it, man. I don't get it, dude. I have him on my honorable mention list, and <laughs> Udo is just—he's classic. Like, he's the the last guy that you think is a rock star. Right. And if you look at him now, you're like, oh, look at that cute old grandpa. Yeah, he's like somebody's grandpa. <laughs> You know, but back, but then, I mean, I'm, I'm not, a, I can't get into Udo's voice, really. I mean, no. I actually would love to re-record his Udo solo albums with a different singer because uh, the musicianship is amazing, yeah. oh, especially his solo albums. Same with Accept. I mean, those guys' guitar tones are amazing. Yeah. But yeah, it's like... I just can't quite do it. And thank God he wasn't tapping you the replacement for Bon Scott because that would have ruined my ACDC love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're climbing up the ladder here. What's, what's for? Okay, four might piss you off. <laughs> I doubt it. It's not, it, it's not Kiss. Okay. Don't worry. All right, but it's, it's Britney Fox's self-titled look, okay? Sure. And let me explain something. Oh my God, I yeah. love Britney Fox. I love all three albums. I think they're fantastic. They're, they're one of my top bands. But they're going for the Jerry Seinfeld puppy shirt <laughs> pilot look. And it just, it's just not happening. I know. It's like, come on. You guys look killer in black leather. And Dizzy Dean's got the black hair and this and that. Come on. And then you got the guys wearing the puffy pirate shirts. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Even yeah. the first album cover, it's like, it's a cool album cover, but it's like, dude, they could have worn pretty much anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. Supposedly, now this was the story I think Johnny D told, is that when you go back and you look at, um, uh, or Dizzy Dean went back and he looked at his history and there was somebody in the colonial era that was related to him that was named Brittany Fox or something. I don't know if it was a woman or it must have been a woman. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's where they kind of got it from. But dude, yeah, it was like they were like metal pirates or something like that or colonial 
you know, colonial medal or something. But but the, the weirdest thing, <laughs> they're not the only ones that rocked this out. So this was kind of catching on around the late 80s. Because if you look at White Snake, Slip of the Tongue, they were rocking out a little bit of the pirate look too if you if you some of the pictures they were wearing like those coats yes, with the button you know like it's almost the same thing as britney fox so that was kind of a little a short it was a very short small window of the uh, metal pirate uh, or the colonial metal or whatever, whatever the hell you want to call it a couple other bands were doing it too and uh no i'm with you i can't get mad at that it's totally weird and then obviously after that album they stopped doing it anyway so yeah, I mean, the only Metal Pirates I can stand for is that band Slave Raider. I don't know if you've ever seen the picture oh, of yeah. those guys, but yeah. <laughs> they're true Metal Pirates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, now this, this one's going to make you mad, but I think you, you'll probably come around to what I'm going to say is I got uh, I got Mark Storis from, from Crocus, and, uh, dude, oh, he's, got the, he's got the feathered afro. You know what I mean? Like, he's just got weird hair. Once again, <laughs> he, he's like that dude in Night Ranger. He looks like an eight, he's in, he should be in an 80s soap opera, or he almost kind of looks like Michael Knight uh, from Knight Rider. You know, I don't. But like, oh, you, yeah, good call. Yeah, but, like, when you look, like, look at the Ballroom Blitz video. You know, he just oh yeah, he just didn't look right. Now, now, granted, this is a guy that rebounded around '88 for the Heart Attack album. He kind of looked, his hair kind of looked like Dizzy Dean's or maybe Paul Stanley's at that point. He, he grew it out. Um, but there's one picture. I'll send it to you later. Um, he's got, and I don't. You'll probably know what album this is because you like them a lot, and I, I don't know them that well. But he almost—he's wearing like a red blouse type of a thing, and he—he he also looks like he could be some kind of a space pirate, like like a Star Trek villain, maybe or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, I know the raccoon cap. Okay. Don't you worry. I know exactly what he's rocking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he also had some weird clothes, but I think it's the hair. Just didn't have good hair until about 88. And honestly, I think that's when everybody kind of started to get the hint right toward the late 80s that if you were balding or you had short hair, you needed to rectify this because now everybody had the real long-ass hair. So, yeah. Sorry, man. He's got a cool yeah. voice, but his look was bad. Well, it just goes to show how much appearance mattered that, it really did i think that's absolutely accurate <laughs> mm-hmm. all right what's your next one okay let's see i'm here okay okay number three another one i absolutely adore my boy sammy hager oh um, yeah two eras for him oh, two yeah. different phases of sammy hager's hair yeah <laughs> that I just can't do. And number one, and Alex Van Halen made a real big deal out of this when he first joined the band in 86. He got a real short haircut and he had that like tight cropped, almost like, you know, like a little poodle top hair. Yeah. Um, that was bad. There's that, there's, there's the 86 era of, of Sammy. And then there's the, uh, the 1993 tour, the, the foreign lawful tour where he did, the uh, attempt at grunge. So he did the uh, the goatee, and he started to do the the boots and the short shorts mm-hmm. with the the flannel tops, and it just it just didn't go for me. So yeah. when Sammy tried to either have poodle hair or go grunge, it just didn't work for me. Although I love Sammy. Yeah, no. The the one that really stands out is when you think of the the fifty one fifty album and like the live without a net shows and stuff. Yeah, his hair looks like shit. That's bad. Yeah, I kind of forgot exactly. about that. All right, <laughs> next up is these are these are a band that I, it's a band that I like, man. But... Never gonna turn down. 
gonna turn down again. Man of War, I gotta throw him under the bus, man. 83-84. Um, damn, you know, these dudes are rocking out loincloths, speedos. <laughs> They're all greased up. It's very questionable. You know, I'm not gonna get into the implications here, but it's very, very questionable. Even the cover of their album, Into Glory Ride, I wanna say Joey or Eric, one of them's got a loincloth on. And if you go to the video for Gloves of Metal from 1983, all the action scenes, they're wicked cheesy as hell, man. They're stabbing people with swords and they're hitting people with arrows, but they're doing it with loincloths on. Uh, I get it. They're, you know, they're trying to be warriors, um, but uh, it, it's just coming across kind of weird. You know, after this album and era, it did kind of get a little bit better. Man of War kind of got to doing more or less just like leather pants, leather vests, but... Even in the later 80s, like around Fighting the World 1987 and, and Kings of Metal 88, their next big thing they were, they were into were the black Speedos with the black chaps. So black leather Speedos with black leather chaps. So even that, once again, is also kind of strange. So Man of War, like I said, they don't give a shit. They do whatever they want. But their images, a lot of most people, if you looked up questionable uh, pictures of bands from the 80s, you do like a search, Man of War is like, boom, right there with the loincloths <laughs> and the uh, Speedos. So, yeah, I had, to, I had to throw my boys out of the bus, man. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't one of them have like a furry loincloth on too? Yeah, there's a furry one, and then there's like furry boots and a furry loincloth. Then there's just Speedos. Yeah. It's like, no, man, this is this is no good. This is not good. <laughs> yeah, if you got it, flaunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What's what? What else you got? All right. I got number two coming up. So I got George Lynch, nineteen eighty-three, um, <laughs> breaking the breaking the chains. Oh uh, yeah, breaking again. the chains. And, oh, yeah, dude. and you know what else is bad is the uh, back cover for uh, Tooth and Nail. He's looking pretty rough there too. So yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So he did the the blonde, the bleach blonde top, and the little. <laughs> Again, like the little skunky raccoon yeah. top looking thing. And George Lynch is a great looking dude. I mean, as as the years went on, he you know, he obviously bulked way up and oh, yeah. he's always been in good shape and, and he was like almost the epitome of, of rock looking rock star from yeah. like, you know, back for the attack <clears throat> back for the attack on in yep. the nineties. But yeah, this eighty three confusing era when he kinda joined the band just for the break of the chains video and then went on from there. Yeah, that's why I got it so high because you know he, he's a great looking dude. It's just <laughs> yeah, he made a mistake in '83. Yeah, in '84. Don Dawkins' hair is kind of questionable. I think him and Don Dawkins look kind of weird on the back cover of um, Tooth and Nail. But yeah, I think Don Don did a little doctoring. I, I don't think there's any um, mystery that that he did the Dubrow thing going on. But uh, you know, yeah, he, he does okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I. We are getting down to the the wire, and it sounds like we're going to throw some of our heroes under the bus that we really like. And uh... dude, I gotta go, Gene. Uh-huh. I gotta go, Gene Simmons unmasked man in the eighties. It was. Uh... It was not good. <laughs> Let's just face it, man. We talk, we've talked about this before, how, how cool Gene looked like the Revenge era, but Gene did not look good um, you know, right after the makeup came off. So, you know, we figured the Creatures of the Night album, Gene looks great, man. He's he's in the metal era, and he's got his spikes, and he's got his armor, and chains, and blood. I mean, he, I think he's looking great. Um, but yeah. you get to lick it up. 
and it's it's right right out of the gate. It's just bad. You know, the dude was confused. Um, he he also almost almost if you look at some of these pictures, almost had like a Klaus mind thing going on. He had very very short bangs. I don't think he was doing himself any favors putting the hair up in a bun for the past ten years. Like that that's not good. But no, they always say exactly. you, you shouldn't wear hats and you're pulling your hair back and shit is not good for it. That dude was thinning out pretty good um, on that tour huh. and. Um, and the other thing that the whole band was doing that just was not working is okay. They got rid of the the face paint, but they were rock. They were trying to integrate a little bit of makeup, uh, especially on the Lick It Up tour. They were putting on you know lip lip stuff and eyeliner, and uh, they just once again yeah. almost the way Gene falls into the D Snyder category. He's just too big of a man. He's like a man's man. You know what I mean? He can't pull the pretty boy thing off. Um, and then it's kind of like after this. Um, I don't think after Lick It Up, we don't really see Gene's hair, the real hair ever again. He he gets into some Kevin DeBro action and he starts rocking out the wigs. <laughs> and um, but yeah, man, so it was off and on. And a lot of people can't stand the asylum look, um, and that doesn't work for like I said, Paul. It works great, but you look at Gene. I mean, Gene's wearing pearls and he's wearing like sequins and he's got these long. Um, you know, blouse shirt things. I don't know what the hell he's got going on, but yeah, it's not good. So it's, exactly. it's been up and down. I think by the time you get to Hot in the Shade, Gene doesn't look bad, and then Revenge, he looks pretty decent. So it's it was pretty much just a bad run for Simmons. He really didn't know what to do with himself outside of the makeup, and lucky for him, they're back wearing the makeup, so uh, I guess it all worked out. Yeah, he paints the hairline on now, and that, that's something maybe I should think about. <laughs> yep, just paint the hair on. So this must be your last yeah, I one. I think this is it, yeah, and I think this is going to really surprise you. I dug deep for this one, and, okay. and I'll tell you my reason. So, if you recall, 1987, before Girls, Girls, Girls came out, the boys in Motley decided that they would go full, like, hobo glam do you remember that look like the the promo videos before you saw all the motley crew live on stage girls 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 attire which was killer i thought it was yeah. really down to, to you know motley looking like bikers coming on stage i thought 87 was a, a good look for those guys yeah. but before that they had like this like uh i remember vince had like long leather gloves on that looked like he just you know walked walked across the street somewhere in LA and grabbed him out of a homeless encampment and said oh these will work <laughs> you know what I mean I don't know if you remember that, that but check out some of the promo shots pre uh, pre tour and pre them really finding their look on the girls 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 tour are, are we they talking about very, when, when Nikki had like the red hair is this the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, Vince it, almost it had. Kind of like it, yeah. Vince had almost yeah, like brown like hair. Between phase. Yeah. Vince had like brownish yeah. hair that was kind of all wispy, and Mickey had orange hair. Yeah. They were. You're, you're right. They were looking a little weird uh, before the whole girls, girls, girls tour. Yeah. I'm with you. That was kind of an odd image there. Yeah. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why this. This was my number one. It's because they're probably the most visual band of this entire 80s genre. And I, and I can look at any Motley Crue photo and tell you exactly what tour and what year yeah. that was. And yeah. I'm sure you're the same way. Oh, yeah. And even even on their their photos when they're not on stage or it wasn't a promo shot, you could pretty much say, oh, that was 86. You know, that was that oh, weird yeah. in-between yeah. time. Or that was 84. That was right after the, the Aussie thing and this and that. But this one, it just didn't fit. And I'm 
so thankful that they switched into the <laughs> the cool clothing they wore for the Girls, Girls, Girls tour because this shit was just weird. It was like a, a hobo chic, you know. It was yeah. like that part in Zoolander where they went. <laughs> it was just it just wasn't happening. So I'm really glad they changed it up. But yeah, you see some of the, the photo promos on this one, and you, oh my gosh, it just wasn't a good look. A lot of purple leather for for uh, Tommy and yeah, Mick was just kind of lost. Mick was a little bit lost anyway. But yeah, he he pulled it off on that tour. Yeah, <laughs> so that's my number one because. The rest of them, they are so cool the way they look in almost every other photo. Definitely. And, and everything you can just really identify. But this, not so much. Yeah, I remember them looking a little weird. Uh, they didn't have it down yet before girls. I, re- I, remember, I know exactly. They were wearing a lot of browns and stuff, right? Weren't they wearing some, a lot of brown stuff? Like, yeah, they meant brown yeah, stuff. Browns, and, yeah, yeah, and Nikki hold, holding a rose in a few of them. And there's some wine glasses. And, That's you know, it just wasn't going. That was weird. They've had some in-between phases that were kind of weird, like... It's not bad, but like even if you look at Shout at the Devil in between Theater of Pain, there was a set different look that they were they were rocking out. It was almost like a hybrid. It yeah. was like a if you mix Theater of Pain with uh, Shout at the Devil, and that's another one. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it's just kind of weird. It's it's like a kind of an in between phase. And let's face it, man, some of the shit they wore for Too Fast for Love was was kind of bad too. So like Nikki Six yeah, or, that, that or was, Tommy, he's wearing yeah, like shorts can, with fishnet. Pants, it's just weird. Yeah, some weird stuff there. Yeah, and you can actually like pick out a. I can pick out a, a several of these different kind of in between phases that Bobby went through because, like, if you look at the theater of pain promo shoot and the uh, back cover and the smoking in the boys room video, Vince had that very shout of the devil, very bleached feathered hair, and then on the tour it got that like kind of weird. The horse piss yellow thing going on. He didn't look yeah. so good. He was maybe going through some stuff. I understand, you know. And then even pre Doctor Feelgood, through a few of those promo shots, I didn't even recognize Vince. So yeah, they did have some some kind of uh, in between shots that. Thank God they kind of found their own and discovered a new look. Yeah, <laughs> but this is definitely one of them. Well, my number one is a name that has come up numerous times throughout this whole episode, and I'm going to grant him the number one spot, and that's Kevin McGraw, man. Uh, (laughs) 1984. His image was so bad for the Condition Critical album, man. Look at the Mama, We're All Crazy Now video. He's got, like, red coat with white stars, blue spandex, the hair is friggin' he's making he's making Klaus look like a hairy guy. You know what I mean? He's got he got hardly anything <laughs> yes, anywhere. Like it's short and it's curly and it's balding. And um, there's a lot, you know, a lot of suspenders. He's wearing rainbow suspenders in certain pictures. And and it was yeah. weird because he did, his look wasn't that much different from Metal Health, but for some reason, maybe because it was like earlier '80s and it, he was wearing a lot of black leather. And so I don't. I thought it worked. You know. But then, man, 84, things are changing. Look, like we said, the crew's got the image thing down, and so does Bon Jovi, and so does Brat. And, dude, you're wearing this shit, or, or like, he wears, like, these um, candy cane striped coats with, with, with pants. I mean, oh, yeah. It was bad, you know? Um, and luckily, there was a miracle that happened, and in 86, he, he had a full... <laughs> Huge big hair. He looked like all the other late '80s rockers, and his his image was 100 percent better. But man, in '84, I think the bro for me takes the number one spot of just worst image ever. Like just 
did not look like he belonged in anything. So he looked like almost like it was seventies. It looked like it, it could have been in like a seventies band, not an eighties band. It was just a weird image. Exactly. He didn't really change much from like the seventies Randy Rhodes Quiet Riot. No. Song. Up into like an '84 Quiet Riot, absolutely with the rainbow uh, suspenders and all that. <laughs> and I, I left him off intentionally because he was just so killer from like '85, '86 on. He just had he had the best hair at that point. Yeah. It was beautiful and black and curly. And yeah. you know, if you ever see that, there's there's a video that um, Mark Weiss, the famous photographer, put out that um, from his, Mark Weiss's wedding, and you have to look it up on YouTube mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it. And it's when um, it's when Ozzy discovered Zach Wild um, playing guitar at his wedding, as well as when Sebastian was kind of discovered, and they sang a, a Zeppelin tune together. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Dubois was there, and he looked so killer. He's wearing this very, very Miami Vice powder blue suit, and he's got the beautiful hair, and he sings. I think he sings uh, "Metal Health." But, dude, check out that video. It's on YouTube. Dude, he, I left him off just because he made such a good turnaround. <laughs> oh, he did. And that's what, like we said right at the beginning, some of these didn't last. Like I said, you know, Cooper and, and DeBro, a lot of these guys, they, they turned it around. You know, Mark Storrs. A lot of these guys, you know, some then some people didn't. Some people that, was like we said, with Angus, that if the schoolboy thing was just a schoolboy thing. And that's the way it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Udo, same way. That I mean, that's just his thing, you know. And I think as a young kid, if you were really into, like, the the Cinderella's and the Poisons, you just didn't get the Udo thing. And I think we've talked about this in other yeah. podcasts, too. There was, like, a turning point, right? So when we um, when we look at, like, you know, like 82 to maybe 83 or 4, you know, that earlier half, you know, Dio yeah. and Udo and, and Rob Halford, it's all... It seems to be okay. It's all working. And then the game changed, man. Vince Neal, Brett Michaels, mm-hmm. Paul Stanley with what he was doing at that time. All these guys were going for a different kind of a thing. And then that's kind of the thing that everybody else tried to chase after. I mean, even Priest, we talked. No, so I was kind of shocked that Rob Hufford didn't make either list. But for some reason, man, it, I wor- know. it works. I, it just works. Why it works, I don't know. But it does work. And uh, but even him, man, he tried to grow his hot hair out a little bit, and uh, and they, yeah. they kind of glammed it out a little, a little more than usual. So they all tried to, to fit into that later '80s look, at, you know, as the decade progressed. But eh, this was fun, man. We, 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 I think we'd made a good list. You know, who I'm surprised you left off was Robert Fleischman. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I thought of Vinnie Vincent in general. Like, I almost I wanted to put Vinnie Vincent at 86 because that one, I mean, he's glam, but he's, it's a little extreme. Like, it's kind of, it's, oh, yeah. It's a little yeah, crazy. It's out there for um, him. But I, I left him off because, I don't know, I guess it, it didn't seem that extreme to me. But yeah, Robert Fleischman. But then again, Fleischman really wasn't supposed to be in the band per se. So uh, I give him a pass. Right. And he's got such a great voice. I'm going to give him a, I'm gonna give him a pass. <laughs> I'm not a boy. You know, you know who else? You know, and I left this guy off because there's some weird shit surrounding him. Is the, you remember the priest drummer for, yeah. from basically like 79 to 89? Yep. Uh, Dave Holland, I think. Yeah. He he passed away, but you know facial hair never went too well either. No, so he had the mustache and kind of like the mullety hair. Yeah, but he looked very out of place. Like when I hear the Defenders of the Faith drums, or even like the Ram It Down drums, I go, "It was that guy." Yeah, this has got this has got Scott Travis written all over it. Right. But anyway, right. 
he was another he was another one but uh there's just too much weird shit surrounding him so you know another one that's <laughs> you know you know who else is really bad that i but i couldn't find out a lot about him and i, I was never into him was raven like they wore like their underwear oh, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking about they were in their underwear over their pants <laughs> and, there's one, and, there, and the one drum the drummer wears a hockey mask or something like something like a goalie mask or something so it was so yeah out there i was just like I, I i couldn't find like a video where they actually look like that in the video so if anybody can send it to me but yeah I, they were bad but i just i, I kept them off because it just never really had an effect on me as much as some of these other ones did. So, exactly. Yeah, he wore the catcher's shin guards and like, yeah, that that kind of stuff. That, yeah. that was interesting. It was weird. <laughs> but there's one. I think it's the pack is back. If you see that one, that there's two guys that wear. I think they might all have their underwear on over their pants or some shit. And then the one dude's got the goalie no. mask on. I was like, what the hell, man? What are you guys? What kind of <laughs> drugs are you on? <laughs> yeah, they're working. No. All right, brother. Well, this was this was good, man. This was fun. I, like I said, I hope people will uh, give us some feedback on some of the images that they hated. The, the sad thing is, though, is probably a lot of the stuff that people won't like will be ones that we we think is totally fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like poison or, oh, totally, or yeah. some of that shit. Even nitro. I mean, most people think that's horrible. I, I think it was pretty cool. So, so that just shows you how messed up I am. Oh, yeah, and if you want to talk shit, I'm the guy. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my friend. Thank you as always. Have a good one. All right, you too, man. Thanks. Well, that was great chatting with Ryan. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Rock on!